I told her that coronavirus and conspiracy people often the blood drop and they had his day, so she come in late, but nevertheless, we just planned to have church today. And but uh with that Donnie been asking about uh, an opportunity to preach, so but Donnie's gonna preach to us tonight. So Amen. I'm gonna say tonight I love this man, appreciate him and his family Amen. so much. I know he's behind me, I know he stands uh with me and uh, and I, I'm thankful for him. Uh, one of those, I know there's several of here, but he's one of those that I can just, I can just uh, text or call. Hey, Bernani, can, can you do this? Yeah, he'll do it. If he can at all, he'll do it. I do appreciate that very much. So Amen. we want Brother Don to come and obey the Lord tonight. Yes. And tell us what he's got on his mind. First of all, we serve an awesome God. God needs to be And I want to give honor to my pastor, Lord and Father Jesus. I want to give honor to a couple of people who uh, sort of inspired this message because they're bad and thrilled. I've seen it. And uh, if y'all were willing to bear with me for a little bit, but I got 13. I put my eyes on unblind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to open up with Philippians 3 13 to 14. It's going to be off in Then I'm going to skip to Isaiah 43 18 to 19. We all there. Let me know if you want to cheat. All right, brethren, I count not myself apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I bred forth the mark of the pride of the high calling of God in Christ. And then in Isaiah 43, 18, 19, remember ye not the former things. Neither consider the things old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness, in the rivers, in the desert. In the desert. You know, this, this sermon started off about a totally opposite direction where I intended on it going. My, my message, well, he hasn't got enough purpose yet, but my title is God is not behind you. And the way it originally started, and I had already talked to Pastor about it, is there's only one place in the Bible where God talks about being behind anybody. And that's when he stood behind it, between the Israelites and the Egyptians to protect them from the Egyptians. That's the only place in the Bible I thought until I read Psalms. And uh, I, I can't remember the exact verse, and they put it down. It's the, that, David talking about, look behind me and you're there. What he meant is God's everywhere you look. Yes, but God is not behind you. He's in front of you. He's your future. Amen. He was in your past. That's true. He was there to get you through the past. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell you all a little bit about my past here real quick. And it's something that I haven't thought about until Brandon. Every time he gets on that bus or every time he sees me, Donnie, you got a story for me. Tell me a story. And a lot, I, I try to keep the stories I got from my past as a story past. 
So I try to give stories that were good stories to him. But as I began to think about the stories to tell him, I started remembering my past. And to be absolutely honest with you, my dad would be in jail today for child abuse, for things that I went through in my past. When I wasn't much older than Brandon, I had a tendency when I'd get scared and nervous, I'd fumble my fingers and get my lips. My dad laid my hand on a wall and put a butcher knife up there and said, do it again, son. That'd break you real fast. Real fast. You know, or he would call me stupid. And I would go to school to get grades to prove to my dad I wasn't stupid. You know, and my mom and me for a month, we survived on popcorn and water. Things that should have made me grow up bitter. Instead, I grew up stronger than I ever was. They instilled the strength in me. And I believe in my heart that God prepared me then for what we're about to go through next. Yeah. Right. Give me that strength. But as I was as I was preparing for this sermon, I started thinking about the stories that I was telling Brandon. And the stories that were good memories and good stories for me were the stories that was destroying my future. Because I started thinking, I started remembering back what kind of health I did, what kind of shape I did. And look at me now. And my mind started saying, you're useless. You're, there's, there's nothing here for you. Why are you even here? And as I was preparing for this sermon, God started opening up my eyes and they said, tell me, that's Satan trying to destroy your future. Yeah. He said, because you're an asset to my kingdom. Or I wouldn't have you here now. Yeah. Why do you think I brought you through that past? Well, she said, I'm not in the past, so why are you living in the past? Yeah. He, he when you get saved, he casts everything. It's probably from one season to the other. I can't quote it exactly. I'm getting there, but I'm not there yet. And uh, he just, when he forgives your past, he leaves that past. He goes before you. In Deuteronomy 31 and 8, he mentions, and the Lord, he, it is, it does go before me. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee. Neither forsake thee. Fear not, neither be dismayed. Yeah, yeah. He's telling you right there, look, we've already come through this. I'm going to fear, I'm going to straighten the road up. When you get to me, we'll put this in the past and we'll go further. Amen. We'll wow. keep moving forward. We cannot right. just sit to where we're at and, and let the past destroy your future. That's right. 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 Come what on was meant to destroy me, strengthen me. What was meant to make me have strength, Almost destroyed me. And there's so many people in this church and other churches and in this world who's letting their past destroy them. That's right. Come on, they're man. scared of what they're going to give up, what they've got to give up. Amen. Amen. And as I was telling Ashley and me and her talk, she gets up in the morning, that's one of the first things I have. We talk about the Bible. When she gets up, I get up out of bed. <laughs> We was talking, and you know, so many people are scared of friends they've got to give up. And like I told her, if you have to give up a friend when you got saved, when you got when you started living with God, they were never going to They were an obstacle God and Satan put in your path Amen. to keep you from living with God. Amen. Yeah. You know. And uh my phone all going wacky here. <laughs> You lose track early up there, I'll tell you. That's the thing has to go through. <laughs> but uh, as, I, as I began to pray for this, I started realizing that, you know, I am an asset to the, to the 
I drive that van out there. I bring people to church. Amen. I got the honor of standing up here and talking to people about God. I have the honor to witness to people. You know, Brother Eddie, he's he's a dead example, a good example of that right there. When me and Brother David witnessed him, we took a custom. But look at where he's at today. I'm so proud to see him run a lap around his church. That's a long way from Eddie's heart. He's let go of his past. And now he's got to keep that past from coming back. Yeah. And it's so easy to let your past come back. When you start to relive your past, it's all right to remember the past, but don't live in that past. Right. right. You've got to walk away from the past. you just got to, because it will destroy you. Brother Tennyson talked so much about his past with his dad and not having his dad in his life. That was meant to destroy that kid, but look where he's at today. Right, that's right. Because God provided him a father. It wasn't his father. But he provided somebody for him. He'll do the same thing for us. That's right. You know, we just have to get up and keep moving and not settle for second best. That's right. Come on. Amen. Come on now. You know, if Jesus can hang on that cross and forgive us, then why can we not forgive others in our past? Amen. That's right. Come on. You know, I know there's, there's people who dads have treated them like garbage. And there's people who've been molested by people that they thought they could trust. Wow. But you've got to forgive those people so God can forgive you. Amen. Plus, the Bible also tells you if you forgive them, that he's told what's on earth yet. Yeah. Let them be the ones that's over. Let them be the ones that's got to get rid of their past. Because you've got rid of yours. Wow. Right here. Jesus, he, he tells you in Isaiah, I'll go before thee and make the crooked places straight. Yeah, yes. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut asunder the bars of iron. He, I mean, he's telling you right now, there is nothing he cannot do. Oh. He could go in your past and he could straighten your past up, but he won't do that. He expects you to give him your past. He won't take that past away from you. There's just, I mean, wow. he's a gentleman. He knocks the door. He's not going to bust the door on it down and come in and say, look, you're going to serve me. Amen. There's times I wish he would have in my life. Then it was life might have been a little bit easier. But God's a gentleman. He doesn't do that. And, uh, he's just, he's, he's the greatest thing there is in the world of people. Amen. Brother Daniel was talking about today. What's going on we're being set up right now for the end. Now the time, if any, to let go of your past and yeah. move forward. Dive in deep first, wait out that water and be carried away. Because if you don't, then you're, what's going on now is it's beginning for us. Are the ones who don't. They're going to they're gonna burn in hell. It's just as simple. If we don't fight for them, and we don't convince people, look, you can get behind your past, there's going to be a lot of people that's going to burn. You know, you're going to, and, and I don't want to see that happen to anybody. Not even my worst enemy. I just don't want that to happen to them. And, and as I was talking about a while ago, the way that the message was originally going to start, my verse that I was going to open up with was Exodus 13, 21. 
And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of the cloud to lead them the way, and by night a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He still does that. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's still there. That pillar's still there. Yeah. At night. You know. And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. Right there, he's talking about standing behind you, protecting you, Satan behind you. Satan's like a wolf. He's nipping at your heels. He's waiting for you to lag backwards. He's waiting for you to pass to catch up in your mind. That's the only place you can destroy in your mind. And that's where it starts to get your mind. You begin to think, you know, this is true. You know, that I, I, I did waste my life. And I did waste my life in the past. But then I give my life to God and I have a new life to live. Amen. Yeah. A new life to live for God. Your past is just that. It's your past. It's memories. Nothing more than memories. And it's memories that has that you have to learn to live with and deal with. Because your good memories can destroy you just as easily as the memories that were meant to destroy you. You know, it brings, you start to get pride. Like me, I, I, was, I was proud of telling stories to him about playing football. I was proud of those stories. And then that pride started to destroy me. You know, it's like, first person comes pride, then you fall. That was happening to me, really. Yeah. It was, it didn't really happen. Because I started doubting in my mind, well, am I really called to do what I'm doing? You know, and, I, and it's like, I would my breath. But then it's like, wait a minute, God wakes me up every morning, and I'm breathing without oxygen. Amen. My past was meant to destroy me instead of make me stronger. Yeah. And I want to instill that in everybody here. Everybody in this room has got a past. Good and bad. <laughs> Don't let it destroy you. Don't let it dictate who you are. Yeah, right. It's just, you know. And I'm not going to be long, and I probably want the shortest preacher to have been here, and I apologize for that. But I'm direct. I get straight to the point quickly. You know, and there's still a time that God's going to say, all right, we need to go further with this. And I'm looking forward to that day. All I'm, all I'm just trying to just, you know, so many of us battle with that past that we're not good enough. We have to give up things. Well, things are given up, the only things that's blocking you from going to heaven. Right, so right. that should not even be an issue. And Beth, if you want to come start your music, you can. I've still got a few more things to say, but I'm fixing to open these altars up. And uh, what I, I, one, one thing I really want to say when I open these altars up. If you're at all possible to get up and come to this altar and do it, because your past is going to keep you sitting where you're at. Amen. Yeah. You're right. Amen. Isaac in Genesis chapter 22, 1 through, I think, 16, or Abraham, he was called to take and sacrifice Isaac, his only son. He was called to a valley, but he was called to a mountain. If he had stayed in that valley to sacrifice Isaac, Isaac would have been sacrificed. Because God provided a sacrifice for him by climbing that mountain. So you need to get out of these seats and climb the mountain where the altars are. 
Hodges is going to say, if this was the tabernacle back in Moses' day, we wouldn't have been allowed to sit there and pray. We would have had to come down here and wait on the It's still the same today. God provides his altar, and God provided you with a sacrifice. He provided you a path. He wants you to give him a path, just like he wanted Abraham to give him life. That way he can see that you're not going to hold anything back. He'll, he'll not have anything back. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
uh, and has designed it. I couldn't help but think as Sir John was up there talking about how you know God wasn't done with it yet. Made me think about uh, probably one of the first songs we ever had our kids to sing in the church very, very, very many years ago. Yeah. He's still working on me. Make me want I ought to be. Looking just a week to make me through the storm. Sun in the earth and Jupiter and Mars. I'm loving and patient in the field. He's still working on me. He's still working on everyone else. Every one of us. Listen, folks, the next time you feel disheartened, you think about. We don't think about this stuff. You think about all your past and everything and how uh, and I know you it's just a short come sit down and said, God's not behind you. He's a missing you because you wasn't out here the first part of the sermon. That's why you missed that. So you explain that. We know that God's everywhere. He's in the back, he's in the you know, behind us, in front of us, beside us. He's everywhere. Brother Boy, Brother Donnie talking about the how we can't stand that past. We can't live that. I'm glad Moses didn't say that. Whether you realize or not, Moses was 80 when he began to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. 40 years old before he embraced his calling, and he embraced it the wrong way. And then it took him 40 years on the backside of the desert to get his head straight. And then even he had to have a burning bush experience to shake him on. But he still said, what about my brother Aaron? So look at that. 80 years of so some of you probably have heard of Sister Norma, Norma Freeman. She's a great missionary to Africa. But what some of us may not realize is that her mother, also in the age of late 60s, decided to go to be a missionary also. What are you trying to say? But what I'm trying to simply say this. We are never too young, too old to do work for God. Never too old. God has something for us. And we just need to keep pressing forward. Amen. Brother God and the Lord, a good hand. Tonight, give him a good hand. He can work for us. Doesn't have to be a long sermon. It's not in quantity or time. It has to be in quality of what was said. I'd rather somebody say something to me in 10, 15 minutes that helps me than to get up there and ramble for an hour and I still don't know what they say. So. Alright. He's also preaching to the live community out there too. So. Amen. Very thankful. Everybody's the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. God is good. And we appreciate everyone breathing the weather and the coronavirus is coming out to be in church with us tonight. But now, I, I don't want to downplay this this uh, this thing. Be, be sensible, folks. Uh, if you don't wash your hands all the time, get in habit. You don't do that anyway. Um, I mean, God still loves cleanliness. Whether it's a coronavirus or not, you should wash your hands all the time anyway. Uh, so do that anyway. That's especially good. That's especially good when we come to church. Uh, we want you to be at church, but listen, if you're running fever, especially over here, 
if he does the same hall, that's the other mess of We don't, we'd rather one person miss a time or two than uh, the whole church gets sick. What we do have to say, look, we got to miss sickness to call off church. No churches have to do that sometimes. We don't want that to happen. So let's be sensible. Um, you can get you some cheap hand sanitizer at the dollar store for a little bit of nothing. Well, maybe if they're not bought it all out, or maybe someone would have told it, but anyway, hopefully you'll find it. You can make a trip down to Beulah, we just opened our new dollar store today, right down by our house. So. Tomorrow night, what time, guys? Seven. Seven. What time? Six o'clock, I think. Six o'clock. Tomorrow night, six. Uh, Bethany, we're going to be in the youth alley this year, this month, a little different than I have at Bethany's house. Um, I don't know what we're going to do. You can ask him, talk to us about being there. Um, so, I just, um, if you're interested in going to either ride, talk to the Brownie Young, maybe they can uh, help you out, get you there. They're going to start at six. When you get there, I don't know what we're going to do. We're, we're going to sing it first, so if you're late, you'll miss that. Oh, so you're going to do some singing on the ocean then? Okay. I'm going to do some singing on the ocean. Maybe they're going to do some hanging out. I don't think it's supposed to be around tomorrow evening. Hopefully it won't be. Um, they're going to have some chili tomorrow night. Um, I guess you can talk to them if you want to come up or anything. I don't know if you can talk to them. Uh, really, the only thing we need is chips. Hey, Texas wants to play the post. Can you let me know that? Okay. I'm trying to get that something good. <laughs> you see now? I'll be there again. And if you want, bring some more gas. I'll put that. Put that one down. We have made a change as far as the youth rally. We're not. Everybody, get your attention. Attention, I'm off. Attention, folks. Yeah. You aren't listening. It's amazing all the time how people text me and call me and say, well, we're doing this, 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 and that. We announced that some more. So, here, look at this for a second. Uh, we're going to do the youth rally, but uh, Brother Warren's been there for a year. They're going to have a pastoral anniversary service, their first. They asked me to do the Saturday night. Brother Texas is going to do the Friday night now, so we'll probably just do a regroup with our what we're going to do, and uh, we're going to go all that can. Appreciate you going to want to go for me a while. If you didn't matter. Let's go help them. Uh, we're going to have some refreshments or something afterwards. Uh, so if you can make it to one of those or both, they would greatly appreciate it. Um, I'm praying that they do a great, I feel like they're doing a good job, and I pray that they have great revival. They are our closest neighboring church. Uh, or as you know, along what we believe in, and we're, I'm very grateful for Brother Warren and being there. We're going to support him, and uh, we're going to be there with them. Uh, I don't know if you have to outside, there will be no nursery until the Um So, again, I'm going to say this I, I can't help but feel sorry for them residents. Pray for them. Uh, perhaps, maybe, if the Lord lays on your heart. Um, Maybe you can write a letter or a card or something. Maybe I can help somebody. Uh, my sister Reed was saying she'd like to come to church, but of course she can't leave right now. Yeah. Sister Amy's brother Eddie's wife is in there, and he used to go there two, three times a day. He can't go down there and see her. So that, that's not easy, folks. Let's remember that first. Pray for them. 
I'm holding my prayer. So. All right. Uh, be careful in your travels going home. And uh, be careful. Of, let's pray for a nation. Let's pray for a country. Listen, folks, I'm just going to be honest with you. Two or three days ago, I'm like, this is stupid, no big deal. But now that I'm thinking, I don't know what our country's going to do. Um, I feel like it's a, I hope it's, a lot of this is political. I do feel like that. So let's just get ready for what's coming. We prayed up, studied up, just get on fire for God. Let's, God, I'm gonna believe, I believe this with all my heart. I believe that we're on the cusp of the greatest revival of our church with every church that we've ever seen. We are in the end time. So let's prepare for it. Amen. That's one reason we're, we got our focus this year. And you know what? If the Lord don't come back between now and next year, God's already given me next year's thing. He's never given it to me this early. And I am super excited about it. So all I can do is get back from preaching about it already. <laughs> it's just, I'm excited about it. And it's just March. So uh, I'm excited about what God's doing. Love you. Be careful. Hope to see you back here Sunday morning. Okay. I asked for that one. I asked for that one. Ma'am. You're not? Come here a second. Let me talk to you. Yes, you are. You good.